Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I think what these companies are doing now is rationing scarcity. It works fine for them. They're making big profits. Frankly, due to question whether the FCC has any right to create policies or be a watchdog of the web. What we're seeing is more concentration in all the different media. The key question is how internet openness will be assured. The public has already commented nearly four million times asking the FCC to make sure that consumers, not the cable company, gets to decide which sites they use. This week, the Federal Communications Commission takes a historic vote that will set the rules of the road for Internet access in the United States. The FCC vote on net neutrality will affect all commerce online and particularly the quality of Internet access in places that have been slow to enter the digital age. How much bandwidth envy do you have in your own neighborhood? It turns out there is a lot of variation in the Internet landscape. You've got your lemons, and since we were just talking about them, you've also got your Lamborghinis on the road to an open Internet. That's the name of our week-long tour, The Road to an Open Internet. Today, we visit Kansas City, Missouri, where in 2011, Google Fiber announced Kansas City would join its sister city, Kansas City, Kansas, as a test city for Google Fiber, bringing one gigabit symmetrical service to homes and businesses. Kansas City, Missouri Mayor Sly James was in office when Google came to Kansas City with a proposal that was a no-brainer but has been a huge eye-opener about the quality of life in this community. Actually, it wasn't very controversial at all, to be quite frank with you. What happened was they paid the private utility company, KCP&L, for poll access. But on the other hand, what we received in return, in addition to just having broadband laid across the city, is the ability to connect up about 300 governmental and quasi-governmental buildings, such as police departments, schools that are in fiber zones, so that we were actually able to get a big big return on on Google's investment. All right. So from your experience, then, uh, I wonder if you could complete this sentence. High quality Internet infrastructure is great in our community because it does what? Because it allows people who are entrepreneurial to find the best ways to use it and push it out in those ways. And because it attracts people who are entrepreneurial and innovative into the city so that they can experiment with it, twist it up and put things together with it. Now, I was wondering if maybe your answer would be because it connects all of us together and makes us more of a a bound together uh, city. Is that part of this as well? That's part of the goal. It's not actually part of the reality, quite frankly. One of the things that Google coming into Kansas City certainly made crystal clear is that there is a very real digital divide. The way that Google, first of all, rolled out its product was they incentivized neighborhoods or parts of neighborhoods that they called fiberhoods to actually compete for the rollout of the product. And as those neighborhoods reached the percentage goal of people who wanted to subscribe, then they would turn green. Well, we saw that most of the green was in conjunction with the historic racial divide in the city, Truist Avenue. And it happens to coincide with the poor side versus the more affluent, the minority side versus the majority side. So then once we were able to actually see it on a map, 
we all kind of went, oh, wow, light bulb came on. This is something that we have to address, and we've been about addressing that since then. Now, is it the case that poor people on that other side of Troost Avenue are finding access to the Internet via cell phones and devices that are mobile and they don't have desktops and laptops at home? Uh, Is it an equipment divide or is it literally a literacy divide that people on the other side of that street just have no way of even connecting or doing anything on the Internet because they don't know anything about it? All of the above, frankly. There's equipment divide, uh, but there's also a literacy divide. Uh, the east side of town tends to be more populated by an older population. The younger populations tend to live in the downtown area, the crossroads, etc. So that's one thing. Uh, the more commercial areas are wi fi These areas are much more residential and lack Wi-Fi capacity. So, yes, there's there's certainly a a connectivity issue. The other thing, too, is it's just going back and and teaching people uh, why it's important to actually be connected, how many more things uh, you can access uh, while you're online as opposed to waiting for the daily newspaper. So we're making some good inroads, and we have a couple of groups that are really supplying some low-cost hardware for people to be able to access, and we're working on trying to make sure that our low-income housing areas get wired so that people will have access at those places, which may be some of the more difficult ones to access through Google. It sounds uh, fascinating in the sense that this is maybe a real opportunity politically for someone like you, where you can just look at a map and see exactly where the challenge is. And if you can turn some of those yellow neighborhoods into green neighborhoods, all of a sudden you've got a constituency. It reminds me of the old rural electrification uh, way in which the Democrats won rural Texas and LBJ became president back in the 60s. Well, you know, I I will tell you, I've never looked at it from a political standpoint because, frankly, on the local government side, uh, you have to be more about producing uh, services than you do about uh, being political. And my concern is simply this. I want every citizen to have access to information that can have a positive impact on their life, their health, their ability to get jobs, their ability to stay connected with family, to make sure that everybody has equal footing on on basic infrastructure. And Internet connectivity is basic infrastructure in this day and age. Can anybody do this, any city do this, or does it require an angel coming in in the form of Google? I think that having Google is a very good catalytic situation because then all of a sudden you have reason to do it. But anybody could, but it's going to require some level of investment that perhaps they aren't prepared or capable of making. I think the real question is, do people truly understand the power of connectivity? Whether or not they'll actually get there is largely dependent on their list of priorities. Mayor Sly James of Kansas City, Missouri, thanks so much. Uh, Thank you, John, and have a great day. You too.